0: Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories. From breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings, it's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host Hannah Harvey, I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com, that's m-u-m-s-d-a-y-s.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast and I also really love hearing from you so please do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays Days when any of your stories really and, and you know how you relate to the episode or even questions that you may want answering. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After with me Hannah. And today I've got my girl back. It's Josie's in the house. Hi everyone. Well, I brought Josie back because um she's been helping me with my food.
1: Yes, that I have. have the you task not? that is.
0: <laughs> the task that is. Uh so a very quick background to my situation was I was managing my weight in a not especially healthy way, should we say, Josie? Yeah. So it was along the lines of very restrictive and then eating a lot all at once when I couldn't restrict anymore Mm because, yeah. So I said to Josie a little while ago, it was actually after I'd started getting in the sea, so it wasn't that long ago. No, not that long ago. um, I was like, I need your help because this just isn't sustainable and I feel like I'm constantly on a roller coaster of trying to manage. The sort
1: of damage you were doing. yeah. Yeah, it was like you were damage controlling Monday to Thursday and then damaging Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Or in a roundabout way, that sort of routine.
0: Which I think is quite
1: actually a common pattern. Yeah. I think it definitely
0: is. I probably learned it from like back in my 20s or something, but that whole um, kind of half managing it. But I think the emotional side of eating like that is it just affects your brain massively. And there's all the cortisol that runs around if you're not eating properly Mm. and all that kind of stress hormones so Josie alongside the PT stuff that you do you support people in nutrition um um and obviously at some point you were not the hot babe that you are now well you were a hot babe don't get me wrong but you were not ripped yes so
1: um what's your story the way that I work in in with my clients is Like I said, I think the last time I was on, I'll never get that in depth with someone. As in, I'll never be, I'll never give people like really strict nutrition until they have managed to kind of get to the point where they're consistent with the training, they're consistent with the sleep, and they're drinking a good level of water. Because if you say to someone who, sucks off the gym every time that they're tired or, or kind of has, like, a bad, healthy lifestyle in other habits, then going, okay, you're really stressed, you hardly have enough time to exercise or do anything that makes you feel good. So now when you eat chocolate and that is the little thing that you have left in your life that makes you feel better, I'm going to take that off you as well, it's just not going to work and it's not going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. So... With clients, it tends to be maybe the second or third transformation group that people do with us, or in your case, like, once I've been PTing them for a while and they're really consistent with the training and they're getting to the point where they want a bit more, like, I felt like that's where you were at, like, you're showing up, you're enjoying the sessions, you're giving them your all. You're getting your steps in. You were super committed to like being active outside of the gym as well. So it was like you've started to transform your lifestyle now as well.
0: Yeah, like setting the habits and the foundations were there.
1: Yeah, and so kind of you were at the point where what was almost affecting you was your unhealthy relationship with food um, in that you were, when you were emotional, you would binge. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were, st- and I mean, hands up, I still do it now. Like it is, it's completely, you deal with things how you have to deal with them. But being aware of the problem is how we'll work to improve over time. Yeah. So just being aware of the fact that, okay, Monday to Friday, I find it really easy to control what I eat. But then come the weekend when I'm alone and I don't have my kids, for example, or in my case... When I don't have work in the structure that I'm used to, I then eat the whole wide world. And then I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. So then I do it again on the Saturday after I've recovered. And you go through this, like, it's all about, um, like, your blood sugar levels. And it, it just becomes a really bad cycle when you binge to then be able to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. And then on the Monday, you feel guilty for everything that you've eaten. So then you starve yourself till the next Friday, then you do it again. Yeah. So what it is, is you've got to, People, clients, every single time I work out a client's calories for them, they'll go, oh my God, that's way too many. Mm -hmm. Which, was that your reaction?
0: Totally. Like, I've never eaten more than I have since I've started this plan.
1: However, if you actually looked at, and this is especially true, not so much in your case, but in people who drink alcohol as well. If you look at the amount of calories you consume Monday to Friday, but then add on the extra calories consumed over the weekend, mm-hmm. then divide that by seven. What I'm giving you to eat per day, even though you think is loads of calories, is probably a lot less. Yeah. Because we've took away this this need to binge on the weekend and we've evenly spread it out over the week and still reduced it a little bit so you're in a calorie deficit. So you're going to lose weight, but your body's not going to be... Almost starved Monday to Thursday, and then be like, What the fuck's going on Friday through Sunday? Because it's gone from being hungry all week to having way too much of everything. Yeah. So it's all about finding that balance.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing I think I was really craving. I was like, I am sick of the emotional roller coaster that is connected with food. It's like moving, I guess it's like a mindset shift of like, this thing is not going to solve my problems so how can I I guess manage it in a way so that my body gets exactly what it needs and then I don't get to the weekend and feel the need to binge I mean don't get me wrong there's been days where I've been like Josie
1: (laughs) yeah you messaged me that what was it and you were like right I'm going to the Indian's remember and you were like what can I have
0: I was actually all right that time and I ended up just going for something quite easier tandoori but there were other times where I'm like I've just had some really bad news and I've eaten a cream cake
1: or I haven't got the kids yeah and I'm like a bit lonely and what do I do Mm -hmm. but having a plan like me saying like right this is because I know I've used the term calorie deficit and setting people calories but the main focus for your nutrition and is for most of my clients is the macros that they're eating. So there's millions of different diets and you can Google it and there's fasting, there's keto, there's all sorts of of different diets you can follow. The majority of them are just different ways that you restrict calories Mm -hmm. because ultimately if what you put in, is more than what you expend, you're not going to get any, your body fat is not going to reduce. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the term skinnier or lighter or because I am, I look physically better, as in I look stronger, I hold more muscle mass, but I haven't lost weight because I'm gaining muscle. I've lost body fat, but I still weigh the same as what I did three months ago but my body composition has changed. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to break free from that I want to lose weight mentality that I think a lot of, especially like my mom's generation have. Like I'm... I honestly could scream at the amount of times I see that woman having toast with jam on for breakfast. And she goes, well, this is less than what you're eating. And I'm like, yes, but the fuel that that food contains is not going to fuel you in the way that my 600-calorie breakfast is going to fuel me up until lunchtime, and I bet you'll snack on shit while you're sat there. Yeah. So, It's and this is where my mentality's got a lot healthier with eating. It's looking at food as fuel for, well, for me, for performance, for you just to get you through, like, the day of running around and being an active, like, mom. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So for me now, my mentality is a lot healthier because I'm not looking at food as, okay, I know I need this many calories to maintain my current weight and I want to be this much skinnier for my holiday, so I'm going to eat this many less calories and I'm not going to go over that. Because at one point, that was how my brain worked. Yeah. And I was lighter then, but I didn't look as good. And I was nowhere near as strong as what I am now. Mm-hmm. So now, I look at food as fuel to get me to perform better as an athlete. Yeah. Athlete being a loose term.
0: <laughs> oh, you were definitely an athlete, I see. But I think that may. I think you're totally right. Like, because what we changed was making sure I ate a lot more protein. And yeah, I was kind of relying on fat and caffeine, mm. and not eating much of anything else <laughs> to get me through. Because it was fully keto. I'll have a double was,
1: espresso and an avocado. <laughs> exactly. That was basically it, babes. Yeah, it wasn't far off to but be coffee honest. coffee and cream. Yeah, oh God, when you used to order cream in your coffee, I used to cringe. Uh-huh. But that, yeah. Because it's, but- to me, cream is unnecessary calories mm-hmm. on fat and dairy, which I can't really have very much dairy because it just does not agree with my stomach, if you know what I mean.
0: Um, I do very well. That
1: I could, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not get in that. Um... That I could, you could be using those 100 calories that you've just wasted on, on whatever, on cream or butter or whatever to put into protein that's going to make you feel fuller for longer. Yeah. Because it's all about if if the blood sugar spikes, it's going to drop, then you're going to feel cravings again. Mm-hmm. So it's being really sensible and it is hard to do when you're busy and you're rushed but, what I have found is on the days where I don't prioritize what I'm gonna eat, I'm not looking after myself mm-hmm. and it's like an almost a self-sabotage thing sometimes yeah. sometimes it's just genuinely I'm that busy, but like you make time on the Sunday to prep for the Monday, like use that find time somewhere, you will have it somewhere. just stop watching the telly on an evening. And use that time to make yourself a protein, bre- a protein oats tub for breakfast. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just something to set you up for the day.
1: Something to set you up for the day. Like you can, you can buy these days. There's so many healthy places that you can eat that have the macros on. That you know you can easily f- fuel your body in the right way. Yeah, it's like it's a having enough respect for yourself to take that time to look after yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and knowing that you are going to be busy during the week, so you've got to make time for for this kind of thing. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that I've I've maybe lost a little bit, but what I've noticed is that I feel, mentally I feel much more just awake from eating like this. I'm much more enthusiastic, and I'm like out walking all the time. Last week when I broke my car, (laughs) Um, I was doing like 30,000 steps a day, and you felt all right. Like yeah, I feel... felt completely fine yeah. and really good and and I feel like just things like obviously we're working on like different things, but I feel like my arms feel better and like like you say, the muscle composition feels different. And I can tell in my clothes that like my body is smaller in it even though I'm not I haven't lost weight as such. Yeah. So it's things like that that I think makes such a massive difference when you start paying attention to the right things and not just being like, I need to be lighter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, people need to move away from that focus especially in older women as as you get closer to the dreaded word menopause. It is so so important the more muscle mass you carry the whole easier that process is for you. Really? Mhm, yeah. Um people always ask us about supplements and stuff. The only supplement that I like religiously will take is creatine.
0: I've started taking that. I well added done it to my protein shake.
1: It is the only supplement that there's like solid research out there to prove and that it actually does help with it helps the body to build muscle mass and maintain it. I believe, mm. don't quote me on this. But um I did a load of, of work on it in uni actually, funnily enough. Um and it is like the only supplement out there that is like a hundred percent good crack. Mm. that's not an official te- <laughs> it's not official terminology but yeah that's t- what they put creatine. in research papers yeah. this is good crack mm.
0: Um, if you have an article or something that we can read we yeah, do you know what I'll find you a good find article me something and we'll that's link creatine
1: there. that relates to creatine and menopause because the- I know that there's a massive link there oh that's cool
0: and, and that it- helps you build muscle that's what creatine does
1: yeah it helps aid the process of it I believe
0: We'll link in the show notes to something that's really good. crap, yeah.
1: I should have researched this before I sat down. Really, I do okay. apologize.
0: We we know what you're saying, and we'll link to it, so it's fine. Um, so uh, would you mind giving us like a couple of top tips that you would say from busy mums if they're trying to like just take control of their nutrition a bit more?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, high protein snacks. So, um. If you're in a rush, yogurt pouches. No, oh, they're great. Yogurt pouches are great. Protein bars. Yes, they're a chocolate bar, technically, but they're low sugar, the low fat, the high protein. You ideally, use them as a bit of a treat. Like if your kids are eating ice cream or cake at the beach, take a protein bar in your bag so that you then don't feel like you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the number one reason why I bet that your diet will break down or you'll binge or whatever. Sleep deprivation. Yes. Prioritise your sleep. Go to bed when your kids go to bed. Mm -hmm. Get up when they get up. Like, stop putting pressure on yourself to get up and clean the house on a weekend before they're awake. It does not matter. Mm
0: -hmm. They're only going to mess it up.
1: Exactly. They're just going to mess it up again, (laughs) the little bastards. (laughs) So leave the house a mess and prioritise your sleep. Oh, I love that. Because there's so
0: many times that I speak to people and they're just not... I think as well when you've especially like single mums and stuff it's like oh I've been mothering all day and I need to have a bit of time to myself but I think that the thing that drastically changed for me is when I finally went you know what the only thing that is going to make me feel better tomorrow is if I get enough sleep me staying up to watch a bit of Love Island or something is absolutely not going to make me feel better. Absolutely
1: not Anna. (laughs) Why of all the things did I choose that? (laughs) It's because it's on at the moment. I'm sorry, Josie. <laughs> We're giving that show no fucking airtime on yet. <laughs> But Would you want me to re-record that? <laughs> yeah, let's redo the whole podcast because of that, <laughs> I meant the last bit. Oh,
0: cool, that's amazing. Thanks so much, Josie. You know, oh, thanks for having
1: me, yet again. Keep keep
0: checking in with me and my nutrition, but I feel like I've got it.
1: Oh, you've got, got it, it in good. the control. I will, Steve keep checking in yeah just random days like I get you to send me your macros yeah so you know I'm always watching spot check yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like the oh. Ofsted of macros <laughs> nice oh yeah I like that I think you
0: need to call your new podcast
1: up <laughs> 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 lovely uh, thanks so much Josie night thank you
0: alright then thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me Hannah it would be amazing if you could leave a review and subscribe and of course if you've got a friend who might enjoy this episode please do pass it on. For anything else you can get in touch with me through Instagram at mumsdays or by my website uh, mumsdays.com and did you know that I've got a newsletter? So it's the best way to stay in touch and to make sure you don't miss any podcasts or any freebies or competitions that we're running. And again, you can sign up to that through the website.